start with a laugh because it, we tried to we tried to get started and it all just fell apart. But anyway, I'm Jim from Pride of Irons, um, back for another show uh, with a rival fan. Obviously, last week we didn't speak to anyone from Leeds to then Russ on for our um, special Rainbow Laces show. Um, but I'm back and Rob's back. Hello. Hello. Uh, Rob, my, my, my best friend and the person who got me into West Ham, so really should be my greatest foe as well, but not this season. And this week uh, we're joined by uh, Mark from Proudham Palace. Mark, Hello. how are you doing? Good, thanks. Yeah. So uh, both both coming off the back of all right results so far, so it's a pretty positive mood, I think, this week. This yeah. week. If you'd have spoken to me a few weeks ago, I'd have been miserable, but it's, uh, it's not bad. Yeah, I think that's, a, that's a probably something that we have in common. There's not, not just been two London teams, but two London teams who, who really know the power of a win or even sometimes just a draw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we didn't even win. I'm delighted. Just a reminder to everyone um, tuning in, um, obviously hit subscribe and all that stuff. Go on, you know you want to. Um, but if you are watching and uh, you kind of, in a, you know, you're on the go and you want to listen, we've got the podcast, you can always listen to this. And obviously, if you're listening on the podcast, you can always watch the video if you really want to. Um, so, Mark, why don't you give us a bit of an intro about um, Crown Palace, your involvement, uh, how you got, you know, I was going to say how you got involved, but that is your involvement. But yeah. yeah, over to you. Um, so, Pram Palace was started in, I think, I should know this, but I think about 2013, 2014 by Steph, who uh, runs our group. And uh, I did not know it existed until I was at Pride in, I think, 2016. And I've, there was loads of um, like LGBT fan groups coming through. And my mate said to me, oh, do you, do you, do you know if Palace have got one? And I was like, no, I don't think we do. And then literally, as we said it, a huge Pram Palace flag walked around the corner. So, um, yeah, I got in touch. With um, with Steph and sort of couldn't get involved for a little while, just didn't work out. But about two years ago now, just uh, started meeting up with them for games and yeah, just, just got more and more involved. It's just uh, it's added another level to to going to Palace really. So I've been going since I was ten and uh, oh wow yeah, just to have an extra an extra sort of level to it is really good. So yeah, it's been really enjoyable getting involved and uh, yeah, really really good good to get to know other people who support the club. That, that must be really strange going going for all that time since you're a kid, and then this thing comes along that's like aligned to a part of your life you probably never thought was, you know, going to be brought into the stadium. Well, that's exactly it. I think it was just there's very separate parts of of life. You know, just going to Palace was something that I've always done. Uh, a lot of my family are Palace fans. You just kind of grew up with it, and um, then sort of as I grew up, sort of <laughs> came to realise other things, and and just didn't even really associate sort of the LGBT community and football even being together. Um, and then, yeah, saw Proud and Palace and, and got involved. And it's just, it's been really fun, really good to kind of sort of spread the message a bit. And, but also meet some amazing people and not just through Palace fans, but other, other fans of other groups as well through Proud and Palace. It's been a really good... I'll, I'll take that compliment. Thanks very much. Yeah, so of course, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so do you want to tell us about um, your season so far? How, how are you finding the season? Is, is lockdown having an effect on the pitch, do you think? Or is it uh, business as usual for Palace? It's a really weird one because statistically, it's like our joint best start to a Premier League season ever. Um, and yet two weeks ago, everyone wanted the manager out. It's a really weird thing. I think... Um, the football under Roy Hodgson is not exactly enthralling or exciting. Um, and I think he's suffered from fans not being at the games more than most because if you had the experience around the, the match, you know, seeing your friends, sort of having a laugh, sort of going to the pub if you want or whatever, 
you can take a one-all draw or a nil-nil draw where the football's been pretty drab, but when the football's the only thing you've got and it's pretty miserable, it's, it's tough. So, you know, you, we've been picking up points and not playing amazingly well. That said, the last couple of weeks, we've been excellent. So hopefully there's a bit of a turnaround there, but it's a really weird atmosphere, very divided fan base at the moment over whether where we are is exciting or not. But you've just got to be grateful for not being down where sort of Sheffield United are, I guess. Or Arsenal. Yeah, Come on, bring in Big Sam. You know you want it. Um, <laughs> have you guys? You've not had Big Sam yet, have you? We did. We had him. Oh, for you about, did? Oh, okay. We had him for about six months, and then he retired, and then went to Everton. So it shows how much he wanted oh. to be at Palace. But he forced retirement, and then took another job. But uh, yeah, he kept us up though. So fair play to him. He's got to work his way round to Arsenal at some point. Yeah. So this, this what do you be brilliant in that dance? <laughs> oh, It'd be, it'd be so funny. Wenger would be coming out of retirement. Like, oh, please, please, just let me do it. <laughs> I bet Tony Pulis is just gutted he took the Sheffield Wednesday job because there's another one there just like, come on. Could have got Arsenal if he just waited it out. What's, uh, oh God, the guy who ma- managed Blackpool for ages? Ian Holloway. Ian Holloway. No, 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 not Holloway. The guy who, oh, how can I not remember his name? Who had it out with the players on the pitch at half time. Oh, uh, Phil Phil Brown. Yeah, yeah. He's a league manager. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like <laughs> he's somewhere he's somewhere abroad. I saw a thing on Twitter where he's I think he might be in India managing, and he looks like you would like super tanned, like, like sort of, midlife crisis full full on midlife crisis going on. But he, he looks, looks like he's that, loving that life. Tanned, that tanned at Blackpool, and surely in India he's yeah. <laughs> yeah. positively glowing. I'm sure. So, um, so Hodgson then fans okay with him right now, but yeah, it's a bit, is it a bit of a? It's a weird one because it's just it, everything should be right. Everyone, you know, he's he's a he's a local uh, boy. He's from Croydon. He's he's a Palace fan. When he, uh, he you know, he's he's when he took over, we were absolutely just we'd lost five in a row without scoring. Went on to lose another few more. He's, he's completely turned it around. And the fact that we've not really been in a relegation battle for about two years is really testament to him. It is not the most fun football to watch. Sometimes it is. About twice a season, we seem to absolutely hammer someone. But um, it's, it's a weird one. But I really don't know what else we can expect. There was a moment when we lost, we lost to Newcastle and Burnley without scoring. Um, which, and they were both two abject games. And that's where people started going, well, actually, this is... This is pretty poor because Hodgson himself had said that it's the best squad he's ever had at Palace. Um, and yet things seem to be getting worse. But then all of a sudden we've won 5-1 at West Brom and played really well against Spurs yesterday and, and got a really good result. So it's just, you just don't know. Whenever you think he, people might be getting on his back, he just pulls a result out somewhere. So, and that's why we're sort, sort of consistent, I guess. We're, we're, not, we're not near the bottom, but we're not going to challenge anyone at the top. It is so like talking to a West Ham fan. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's frightening. I, was, I actually, I keep, I keep, in your, I keep thinking you're talking about West Ham. <laughs> the thing is, you guys have actually struck on something quite good at the moment. Like, yeah, like the, you know, Man United decided the other week. You've been pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, been, but then there's always that it. apprehension, I guess, of like things are too good. Something's going to go horribly wrong. The problem is, <laughs> is if, if we actually had a striker, another striker, and a couple of other players, if the ball actually backed him, we could be even better. Yeah, see, that's exactly the same with Palace. That's the yeah. constant conversation. Of, if only we'd actually, we'd, we'd actually address some of the issues that have been there forever. Yeah. It's, a, we, it's a strange one. We could actually be that next level team that we've wanted to be, but I just know that the board ain't going to back us. So I, I, 
Sorry, I don't have any money. <laughs> See, I don't think even if we were backed, I don't think we'd go on to be. I don't think we'd go on to sort of challenge the top seven or anything. Oh, same I, here. I, don't, I don't think we're that side, but we could be more comfortable than we are and maybe a little bit more entertaining. Um, I, think, I think we could be a European side if we had the money, but I don't think we'd be... to play Astro, Goo Goo again or whatever. <laughs> cracking away. The problem is we don't have enough players to play them. <laughs> yeah. This is the problem, isn't it? We're, we're one or two injuries away from a, a catastrophe at the moment, especially, you know, Antonio's out and has been. That's fine. We knew about that. But now with uh, Masuaku having that surgery, apparently he's going to be back pretty quickly. It's like um, keyhole flush out or something. But yeah. still, like, you know, that's probably a month, two months without him. Yeah, and I hear I hear us a lot of talk about us buying trying to buy King from Bournemouth in the window, but he hasn't played a single game of bit of football this season. So he won't even be. Oh, well, we'll definitely sign him then. So, next question. Uh, I don't know how this one's going to go actually. So I always ask the opposition fans what they make or what does what does their fan base make of West Ham, and then I'll ask sort of Rob for the for the reverse, but. Is there any rivalry there, or is there any bad feeling, good feeling? Personally, I don't. I mean, I don't really. It's the same as any other London club, really. It's just I think we've both got bigger fish to fry when it comes to to rivals. We've got games that are more important to us, and the same for you guys. But um, it's always I don't know. There, there seems to be. I mean, I was going to say on Twitter there seems to be bristly things, but people can be uh, well, sort of yeah. against anyone else on Twitter. So, Twitter, so I don't think that really matters. But um, no, there just seems to be. They always seem to be quite big games I don't know like I think ever since sort of the playoff final years ago and, and uh, stuff like that I mean I'm sorry to bring it up but I wouldn't personally say it's like a rivalry but I just think when you play um, anyone else in London you kind of want to get a good result and also for years we just never got anything against you guys I, I don't think I saw us beat West Ham in, in, in quite a while um, so it's always nice to get a win against teams that you expect to lose to I guess before Rob jumps in, because I'm sure he'll have more of an opinion, but I, I've just got not there's no rivalry and such, but this just horrible feeling when I think about Palace, and I've got a horrible feeling about <laughs> Wednesday night, and and it's reinforced by last season because that was the game, well, the, the same fixture last season at our place was when it all started going downhill. It was a str- that, was, that that was a really f- odd game because you were all over us for most of it, and then. Yeah, got back into two, a penalty and a VAR goal was a bit, uh, yeah, a bit of a contention. Yeah, that was the start of of uh, old uh, Roberto's stewardship of our of our oh. goals. Yeah, um, the up until that point we'd lost five nil, was it, on the opening game of the season to Man City? But yeah. We're like, okay, well that's yeah, that's Man that's City. That's no, yeah, that happened. Um, but um, you know, after, after than that, there was you know there was wins, a couple of losses, a couple of draws. It was it was going okay. And then Fabianski got injured against, was it Burnley or Bournemouth? I can't remember if it was a team game, maybe. Burnley. <laughs> Burnley, right. And, uh, and then, yeah, Roberto came in and, and it just, the wheels just completely came off. But that first game was the Palace game. That was the start of the, mm. that, was the start, that was the beginning of the end for Pellegrini, essentially. It, it was such a bad mistake keeping him in goal the whole time, wasn't it? <laughs> it really six, was. Six games in a row, wasn't it, that he played? before they He made so many mistakes. I've never seen a goalkeeper make so many mistakes. It's he was pretty real. consistently poor, wasn't he? It was like, just going, oh, from was... an outside perspective, going, how's this guy there? Do you know the problem? Poor is, a, is a, I think poor is like... <laughs> General. Confidence. <laughs> he, made yeah, some, yeah. he made some good saves as well, which was quite weird, because he'd done so many bad things. 
then he pull up a cracking one-to-one save. It's, he was a confusing goalkeeper. Yeah, Definitely not Premiership standard. <laughs> what's the what's the game at Sellers last season on Boxing Day? Was that um, Pellegrini's last game in charge as well? I seem to think it was around then. So we won. I think we 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 won two one. Yeah, I and, think it was. And he, and it was kind of there was that kind of we we it's, it, we've got some results against you guys away every now and then, um, but at Sellers we've got an awful record against West Ham. And, and to go when we went one 0 down, it was just like right, okay, here we go. And then Kuyate equalised for us. Obviously, former West Ham player who I think it's the only time he's got only time he's gone forward in his career, and that's kind of for us anyway. And uh, and yeah, it was just it, it felt like that there was a kind of sometimes you play those games where you, you beat a team, you get a result against a team, and you know that you've got that result because the other team is in a bit of trouble. And, and yeah, that's what it, it felt was so like toxic year. last season, wasn't it? It was it was actually the most toxic I've ever felt it at West Ham, what I can remember. Well, apart from when I was younger, and they had the bond scheme and stuff like that. But apart from that, it was so toxic. It was actually, it was quite unsettling. It was like, it was online, on the pitch. It's just nasty. So I'm doubly worried now about Wednesday, because if you were the beginning of the end for Pellegrini, <laughs> and the end of the end for Pellegrini, <laughs> yeah, then, it's, nice then it's, like a, it's like a, yeah, it's like a little jinx. Like, Rob, what's the overall feeling? Yeah, you, you support West Ham longer than me. Um, West Ham fans, Palace. <laughs> I kind of see them as the same kind of like same kind of kind of team, you know. Always the same kind of level. Always bring a, a player through from a youth system once in a while, who's a quality little player as well. Always have a really good game against Palace as well. It's always exciting game. There's always goals in it as well. Yeah, we, we scored some good goals against Palace. I think Dimitri Payet's free kick is one is one I kind of remember off the top of my head. Kind of thing as being quite good. There's always a, a good goal in there as well. I always look forward to Palace. I always look forward to Palace games. Actually, it's always one I've always gone to as well. When you so, said good goals against Palace, I've been to the London Stadium twice. The first time was Andy Carroll's overhead kick. Yeah, uh, oh, and, that, yes. and that is a long old walk back to the tube station after that happens. And then the that's, second that's one, the three-one was it? And then Lanzini, yeah. I think, scored as well. Yeah, yeah. and then the, then the second one was when, uh, oh God. So, uh, I think Lanzini scored again because he always scores against us. But there was, um, oh, was it? I can't remember who scored now, but somebody scored an incredible goal. And it was like, you know, where, you're, where we were in your way, and we were just completely behind him hitting it. And yeah. the, minute, the minute it got to his foot, you're like, well, there you go, that's going in. And I think it made it like 4 1 or something. We were like, oh, for God's sake. But, uh, <laughs> so, so, and then the two times I've not been, we've got a result. So, yeah, that might be a bad omen for Wednesday as well, to be fair, because no, nobody can, well, I don't know if you guys can. Still go with all the tier stuff, but no, it's been announced this evening. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it might might be a good thing for for, for not going. For, for us, they're just proper London clubs for me. West Ham, Crystal Palace. We always seem to be linked to the same players as well. Always, like every it's single. Friday. I don't know whether it's lazy journalism or just both being. Well, no, because they end up at clubs. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Or we, 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 just, we, we don't mind selling a player to you guys either. <laughs> yeah, we bought a few. Tomkins is uh, still knocking around at Palace. I don't think yeah. he's played a game in about a year because of injuries, but he's still he's still there. And... Oh, I mean, when we let him go, that was just that was just depressing, man. Yeah, I think we should have kept him. So <laughs> I couldn't believe you let him go. He's class. When he's fit, he's brilliant. He's just always injured, which is the, which is probably why you let him go. But um, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's still around. He was on the bench on Sunday. He could get in the side. That's why we let him go because we could. He couldn't get in the side, could he, Jim? I can't remember who was above. 
I think Winston Reid and James Collins was in front of him, weren't they, at the time? Uh, it wasn't just them two. Why, and why can't I remember who? I can't remember either. But I know that that was, I mean, but but it was it was one of those things. We, hey, it wasn't Fonte. like we had... Hey, <laughs> it wasn't like we had an embarrassment of riches at centre back. That wasn't the point, right? Like there was always space for rotation, and I think that's why most fans just couldn't believe that we'd actually got rid of him because it didn't make sense. It's like you know, one injury away from needing him, um, yeah. or you know, whoever it is, you know, playing out of out of um, sorts or whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, we couldn't believe it. It was only what was it, ten million? Yeah, and that's lot. the thing. It wasn't even that that much. It was just. Uh, I think it's in the long run that's proven to be a pretty shrewd bit of business. Far shrewder than like Mamadou Sako, who cost 32 million quid and, and has probably played just as many games through injury. So, Is he yeah. still there? Yep, he's still there. He's still he's, he's always injured. Uh, and he, he'll play a few games. He'll either have a howler or get injured again. Um, <laughs> so the fact that you know we've got Tomkins and Sako both in the club that we're playing Kiyate at centre-back is uh, shows where we are at the moment. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't, know, we've been oh. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had to play Kyoto at centre back. We, we, have, maybe... we did play Kyoto at centre back a couple of times. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been that often then. Um, okay. So I mean, look, looking towards this. Uh, I was going to say this weekend, this Wednesday's match. Um, given that we've got all these kind of omens and shit to to to, to wipe away, um, how, how do you see it going, like, Rob? Let's let's jump to you first. The way we get set up and stuff like that. Yeah, what, what, how do you see the game going? Given where we are right now and the fact we know we can't play, or we can play the same formation, but not with the same players, obviously. Um, how we yeah. played quite differently the other day. What do you see happening? I, I, I really don't know. I'm really quite confused about it. Because if we kind of... Are we, we always seem to play kind of bad against some kind of club sometimes. And um, I think if we play the same way we set up against... Leeds, it might there might be a lot more goals in it because we definitely seemed a bit more lax in a lot of areas in the pitch. I feel happy if we play back with wing backs, but the problem is who would we play at wing back? We play Ben Johnson. I, I, I think um, it, I think I think, I think Kuthal can play the other side, right? So Fredericks could play right back. He's injured. What's Kuthal? No, Fredericks. Oh, I thought he was back. No, then he got injured again. <laughs> 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 West Ham, the Academy of Injuries. Yeah. So um I think it'll be one of them kind of kind of I, I always used to think there'd be like kind of goals, but I think it'll be a kind of like close game because I think Pads have a load of confidence from the Spurs game. Mm. And obviously West Ham are gonna try and play the way they've been playing. And so it might cancel each other out a little bit. And I think it could be like a, someone still in a one nil. I just don't know who to if I'm honest. Mm. But I think it'll be a much closer game than previous years. Because I think Palace need to kind of, you know, kind of crack on their season, and it, it's a really good chance for West Ham to push up to fourth. So, yeah, yeah. So, how do you see it going, Mark? Um, I don't know. It's just so it's so difficult to know how it's going to go under Hodgson. Because ultimately, we're away from home. He will want you guys to have as much of the ball as possible, and he'll rely on the counter attack. There's this kind of thing you hear a lot of, like, oh, Roy Hodgson's Palace don't don't let in many goals. We've only get one clean sheet all season, so that's a bit of a bit of a myth. Um, so we're good to concede. If you go one nil up against us, there's a good chance you're not you're going, you're going to get something from the game because we're not great at fighting back. I think it was rare that we did on Sunday. Um, what is good is that he seems to have stumbled across his front line of Zaha, Eze, Benteke, 
um, sort of, sort of, sort of, and yeah, and Gazar, Eze, Benteke, and one other, be it Townsend or somebody else, it's, it seems to be working quite well for them. So um, he'll probably stick with that, but the rest of it is a bit of a who knows, because there could be days where we, we're pretty solid or we just absolutely mess everything up and concede a couple. So has our hearts been this season? Do you know what? He's been, I think he scored more goals this season already than he did in the whole of last season. Um, yeah. I think he's, I think he only got four last season. He got seven this year. Um, he's, he's, he's benefiting from having someone like Eze to take the pressure off him. Um, you know, he, he's so isolated when, when he's on his own. I like Andros Townsend, but he's not quick. So he's just, the, the, the tactic when he, when Eze's not around is just get the ball to Zaha and hope for the best. Whereas, it's quite easy to deal with, with, but with Eze's there, you can't stick three players on Zaha because you've got somebody else on the other side. So he's yeah. a bit more balanced. He's, he seems to be getting more from it. I think um, less weight on his shoulders means that he can be a bit more free to do what he wants. He's still an infuriating player. I love him and don't want him to leave, but if you, when, when he should pass, he tries a trick. And when he, when he should have a shot, he tries to take it past another defender. It's, it's quite frustrating to watch sometimes, but He's been much, much better this season. And the stats don't lie. When he doesn't play for us, we don't win. So Yeah. He's 28 that's, as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, the, the, that's why I've got a bad feeling about Wednesday as well. It's like Zaha, I think, is the kind of player that we, we struggle with. Um, you know, like how we struggled with Grealish against mm-hmm. Villa. Um, also, Townsend loves the goal against West Ham. Absolutely <laughs> loves it. It's like... It's what it's those players that just always score, right? So Lukaku always scored against us when when he was playing at Everton. Um, you know, uh, Wilson um, at Bournemouth always scored, and then Go obviously yeah. now he's at Newcastle. Played in the first game of the season. What happens? Scores. Yeah. scores. <laughs> it's it's just one of them. And Townsend absolutely. It's like it's almost like a hangover from his Spurs days. A good one for you because <laughs> it was like that weird West Ham Spurs thing, and he kind of got on the bandwagon with it. Just and, every game. Yeah. And, and and now like it just seems like it's just carried over. He loves to sort of score against West Ham. So I, I am worried. Um I mean we I shouldn't be because we've we've been overall pretty solid, but I think those trick those trickier players are where we come unstuck a little bit. And that's why we should play with wing backs, because if we play with wing backs and play with the three at the back, we can isolate players like that. But if we play the four four two, it gives them a lot room lot room to get over the ball over the top and he's a fast chap as well, so it could cause us problems. I'd like to actually play back with wing backs again, put Ben Johnson as a left back. That's why I think they put him on in the game, in the end of um Leeds to see how we get on the left back a little bit. Because they put him at the end, didn't they? Oh you didn't see it, did you, Jim? So they put I didn't ben see Johnson. it, no. Yeah, sorry. They put Ben Johnson on the end. Um, a left back, so he can see it. And they went back to convert it back to a wing back system, and I think that's what they they go back to. How, did it, how did it look? I think he looks like a good. He's six foot one. He's got. I think he's got bigger Ben Johnson <laughs> over years. This looks like he looks a mountain now. I think he's put a bit of muscle on as well. I, I think met him all... briefly last summer, and he's he, he seemed quite tall then, but then I'm only five foot eight. Yeah, so everyone, looks, everyone, everyone seems. He's standing next yeah. to someone. I thought, God, you look quite big for your centre back. I thought. But he's yeah, I wonder if there's um, any opportunity for you know those youngsters that we saw early on in the season. Was it um, Harrison? Harrison Ashby. He's playing tonight. That's it. Yeah, he's playing oh, tonight. Okay. He's he looks like a real good player. He does. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's a bit too early for the Premier League, but yeah, it, it does worry me. Just 
I don't know. We'll, do, we'll wait and see, I guess. Um, I, think, I think it's it's just the thing, isn't it? Where I'm I'm sort of naturally a pessimist when it comes to Palace. We could be two 0 up in injury time, and I'd be convinced <laughs> that we're going to throw it away. So it's there's if there's a chance that something could go wrong, it usually will. So we've stumbled across this front line that works, and and even Benteke's on a bit of form. So they're going to get injured, or we're gonna we're gonna take a bit of a tonkin. We uh, we went to Chelsea earlier in the season after we'd won at Old Trafford, and we played really well. Thoroughly deserved to beat Man United. It was nice to be able to say that, and. Um, and then we went to Chelsea and thought, right, more of the same. And they beat us 4-0 and we were just all over the place. We were terrible. So you just yeah. don't know. You just don't know what you're going to get. Uh, you know what? There's going to be quite a lot of flair on the pitch. Can you have Zaha? And yeah. Zaha, um, Sayed, you know, Joe, Jared Bowen. It's going to actually be quite a flairy game, you think, yeah. about our little skilly players. I think it could, it could be quite an entertaining one to watch, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm naturally a pessimist, but I just think... The tight, you know, like I said, Townsend loves a goal against West Ham, and I think we'll str- we struggle with. He didn't start last time, did he, Townsend? No, he's since Eze come in, they've sort of um, he's been on the bench. He's he's yeah. he, it's just I've, again, it's just hard to try and fit him in because it's because there's no pace. He's he's, he's got he can still put a cross in, he can still take a shot, but it's just that it, he gets the ball and everything slows down. So I think while Eze and Zaha are both fit, they just move the ball forward so quickly, they just. Waiting, he's, he comes on with about ten minutes to go, especially if we're chasing a goal. And yeah, invariably just can't get the, the ball in properly. But no, he's I, I, he's another one that splits the fans. To be fair, Townsend, although he's he scored a lot of good goals for us, and uh, I think if you had the, the the reel of the shots that it takes to get to the worldies that try and win goal of the season, he's it infuriates quite a lot of people. <laughs> I wonder if um, we'll see. Uh, Lanzini at all because like you said earlier right? he, he, he doesn't mind a goal against you guys um, no he really doesn't I, <laughs> I wonder if we'll see him come on for I don't know 10, 15, 20 I think he will I think he'll come on for longer than that I think he'll come on for about 20 minutes because I, I think yeah. um, Moyes likes him doesn't he and he's been actually looked quite good this season when he's come on every time yeah he's got to learn to play differently I suppose isn't he he's, well, he's, he's not, not the same yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's the not pace. the same player He's not a player who's lost pace because of his injury. He used to be so nippy and just... I think like, that's why um, Fournell's, you know, why he likes Fournell so much because he's got that pace, he's got that engine, he just keeps going. Yeah. Um, I think he sees, I think a lot of people see in Fournell's, you know, not the same, they're very different players than Manzini, but some of the same kind of, some of the same characteristics, you know, like a smaller guy, but who's not easily outmuscled, who, who fights yeah. for, for... Aggressive. The, yeah, exactly, little terrier. Yeah. That's what you want. Um, so on to then predictions in terms of like first goal scorer and the actual scoreline. Uh, Mark, let's go for you first. Uh, I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to go draw. I'm going to go one all. Um, and uh, I think I think we might go behind again, like we did on Sunday, because uh, we we start quite defensive and we like to invite teams on, and then we'll 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 sort of get into the game a bit more and get something out of it. It's my moderately optimistic <laughs> prediction after after Sunday. Okay, so who do you think the first goal scorer will be? I think it will be uh, Zaha. I think I think he's uh, especially with Eze playing as well. They seem to be linking up really well. His movements getting better every game. So I think I think he'll get a goal. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to go two on West Ham. I just got. I just what? No, I think <laughs> I think we might nick Optimism? it. I don't know. I think he could go the, the other way as well. I think he'd go yeah. to Palace, but I think it'd be two on West Ham and I think Hallow will score a brace. 
And one of them will be like an overhead kick from 40 yards because that just happens. He loves happens. an overhead kick as well. So, so, yes, that just he happens. He's a, he loves, he always tries an overhead kick, doesn't he? Always. So what? <laughs> see, seeing the highlights from the weekend, so I was looking at our WhatsApp and all I could see was everyone slugging out of their off. And when I watched the match of the day, it was like, he had a few good shots and they were, they were blocked. No, so, he, 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 I'm not joking. For 70-something minutes, he didn't make one good pass. It was actually. If one of those, if one of those goals went in, <laughs> probably the hero. Probably if they didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. like I said, two of two of them were blocked, right? And the overhead kick. I mean, he was unlucky that he didn't. That's one. He should have scored that. it though. He literally, he done a header. He headed it down to the floor in front of him instead of yeah. forward. It was weird. We do the same with Benteke. We just make excuses for him until he scored last weekend. I was like, yeah, but he, you know, he forced a save from the keeper. It's like, that's the least you expect from a striker yeah. who cost you 30 million quid. Yeah. Just like, just please do something. I, I, think he'll, I think he'll be another Ben Sake, hello, hello. I really think he will. I think he'll go. I, I think his confidence is growing. I do think his confidence is growing. I think Moyes is going to manage the best out of him. I do. I, I, don't, think we'll him I don't think we'll see him next season at West Ham. Even if he scores another five goals, I just don't think he'll stay. I think we'll sell him. Well, at the moment, we've got centre-back who scored more than him, so it isn't yeah. looking great, but I, 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 think, I think there's more to come through. I hope so. Um, I'm going to go... Ooh. I've got a horrible feeling. <laughs> I'm going right, I'm I'm to be quite negative here. We've, we've, not, <laughs> we've not failed to score since the Arsenal game, I think. No, I can't. I can't. Do you know I can't see us not scoring. No, sorry. I, I, yeah, I can't. We don't keep clean sheets, so you'll get at least one. It's fine. I'm, go, I'm going to all. Sod it. To all. No. I can't see us not scoring. I honestly can't. I know that this is going to come back and bite me now. But what? just with the amount of options, this is the thing. We've got options up front, right? No matter what happens in terms of you know, what formation we go, what we play at the back, injuries to Masuaku, we, we've got goals in us and we've got goals across the team. Sod it. To all. And I reckon. Um, Owen, but you got you got to think of one thing, Jim, as well. This is our chance to go fourth, and we mess anything up when we were going to do. That's what we're going for a draw. Yeah, that's but don't forget as well, we've had more days to rest than Palace have. Yeah, you're two two days. It's quite criminal, really, when you yeah. think about it. <laughs> Are you trying to curse us further by putting in factors <laughs> that should work in our favour that obviously won't? <laughs> 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 uh, before we get to our last section, which is our match report. Um, what do you reckon in terms of uh, where we're going to finish? So, at the beginning of the season, Rog, you said you'd be happy if we finished 15th, I think. Yeah. That, was your, <laughs> that was your most positive scenario that you could come up with this season. So you, I can't see us finishing any higher than 15th. Yeah. Have you changed your mind? Now, look, yeah. we're, we're 12, 12 games in. We've got 20 points. We're halfway to safety. I think I'd be crazy if I said we were going to finish 15th. I think we'll finish top 10 now. If we, if we keep injury cursed. free. You've cursed us. <laughs> if, we, if, we, if, we, if we're injury free and we, buy, we need to buy a couple of players in a window to have for debt, if we do, I think we'll be top 10. But I don't think we'll be where we are now, though. Too good. Where, where do you see Palace finishing? Oh, I mean, any, uh, if, we, if, we could, if we could even get like 10th, it'd be an absolute incredible uh, season. I, I, think, I, I think we'll settle into the kind of 13th to sort of 16th bracket, um, which we'd have been very happy with at the start of the season. Um, we just, 
we, we just go on these weird runs. Like last season, the first game back after lockdown, we beat Bournemouth and we went, I think, fifth or sixth. And we were like two points off fourth and everyone thought, right, we're actually going to have a crack at Europe. And then we didn't win again for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so It's, it's like just, a prediction for it's us. It's just like, it's just that you just don't know. So, you know, when we lost to, to Burnley and, and uh, Newcastle, everyone was starting to look over our shoulders and say, you know, have we put enough distance between us and the bottom three? And now we've got four points and people are looking up again. It's just, it's such a weird club to support because you just, just don't know. But I, I would be happy with anything above sort of, sort of 16th, I think. Would be fine. So I'm just, I'm just like, just to toy with everyone a bit. I'm looking at the Premier League table now, right? So it's Spurs, Liverpool, obviously. Leicester, Southampton, Chelsea, West Ham, Everton, Man United, Man City, Villa. So that's your top 10. And then Palace at 11th. Um, but then underneath, you guys, obviously, Arsenal are down there. Um, <laughs> you've got Wolves down there. There's some teams that shouldn't be where they are in both halves of the table. Yeah. So anything can happen. Like, I mean, I say it shouldn't be. But, but we you think be that'd even itself out, right? Like, Wolves it will, have got on yeah. a run. It's just, that, so it's just, yeah. But this is so unlike a normal season, isn't it? All these fluky results. Who knows what's going to happen? It's, yeah. it's such, if you, if you, I don't know if you guys and you guys do any like the bets, but betting this season is next to impossible. If you have a team that's won six games and it's like they're playing like the worst team in the league at home and they'll lose. Yeah, I put a bet on. A, I had Liverpool to win at Villa in one of my uh, bets, and then they lost seven two. So I'm not very. <laughs> like, I just want. I decided to give up for the season because I'm just not doing that. So. Yeah, I've won once. I usually win a bunch of times, but this season I've, been, I've just kind of given up. It's too hard to predict. Did um, Did Chelsea lose at the weekend? They did. Yeah, one 0 So Chelsea lost. Liverpool drew. Yeah, Spurs drew. Uh, so Spurs drew. Yeah. Um, there, was, there was a few, weren't there? Oh, Arsenal lost. So, like, those ones you think they're bankers. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just it's mental. Well, so this, the, 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 on Wednesday, it's Palace. No, sorry, on, on Wednesday, it's always um, Spurs, Liverpool, as well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Cracking. Who knows what's going to happen there? Yeah. Probably nothing. Probably a nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> if we flip flipping the other way around, Rob, where do you see Palace finishing this season? I think they finished 10th. 10th or 9th. Blimey. Yeah. I actually, I actually, there's a lot of players in the Capellas team I really, really like. Like, um, well, we we tried to buy one of them who, as a, you know, we wanted him. He was mm. David Moyes' first choice. So I think you've got a really good attacking lineup. I think you think you need a striker because he, he, he seems to be switching between three strikers. At the moment. Yeah, none of them score. So. Yeah, none of them score, yeah. I think, you, you know, your defence is, you know, Scott Dan's getting on a bit now, isn't he, as well? And yeah. I think you start, mate. But your goalkeeper as well pulled off a great save on the weekend, that free kick. He's, he, a, a, he had such a weird game. He pulled off about four incredible saves and then the one he should have saved, he let in. So, yeah. well. <laughs> but he, he has been class. He was, he was a free transfer a couple of he's, years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, yeah, just an absolute steal. And you've got Jack Butland on the bench as well, so. <laughs> yeah, it's just, we've got this weird sort of, and then Wayne Hennessy's still around. God knows why, but he's just there. Just there to, to for the, I think that was three seasons in a row that the goal of the season was scored against him. So he's just there to, to help other teams, I think. But, yeah. Um, you just reminded me, Rob, but I'll come back to that in a second. Um, and I'm sure that you meant to remind me. Uh, so, Mark, where do you see West Ham finishing this season? I genuinely think you're going to be sort of looking, if, if it's a tough one because I, I know, we, you know, talking sort of, you guys sound similar to Palace fans in our outlook to the season, but this, 
I remember watching your game against Wolves earlier in the season yeah, and fully, fully expected Wolves to just rock up and get a result and you just played them off the park and I thought, oh, this is quite interesting because Bowen seems to have settled in. You know, this, it's a, this good squad there and, you know, David Moyes is a good manager when he, when he, gets, when he gets it right. Um, it just, you know, I, th- I think if you can keep relatively injury-free, I know it sounds like you've probably got a few, I reckon you could be looking at that sort of seventh, eighth sort of position and kind of so because you've done it before why not try yeah, and do it again that's, that's the most complimentary one we've had so far i genuinely you, think so i just i was really really impressed again yeah i just <laughs> obviously like I, I, it's just anybody who can finish up there so that teams like arsenal and united don't uh it's, it's just it's always a bonus but i just i think you've just looked really good um but then we all know that you know talking two months time and you're all of a sudden stressing about below you you just don't know do you? <laughs> honestly, I can honestly say just approaching the Christmas period and not be looking at the bottom half of the table is is just blissful <laughs> it's refreshing it's absolutely blissful so, so Rob you did remind me thank you <laughs> little wink um, let's, let's carry on the love in just for, for a little bit longer um, if there was one player I'm going to go for you first Rob since you clearly had to think about this if there's one player you could nick from Palace, who would it be? Oh, Eze. I would have said Zaha, but because of his age. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's not young um, anymore. You know, Eze, I think, will grow into be a massive player. He's he's someone who can just glide past people. It's disturbing mm. how good it is. It, and he's got good free kick on him as well. I think he needs to work on his bit of his through balls and his final pass. But you know, he's still young, so he will do. And I think to he'll the be point a you. Player. To the point you made earlier, right? Any any player that we're linked with, these guys get, or, or vice yeah. versa. And that, that was one yeah. of the ones that you, I remember you wanted, right, at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I wanted him massively because I've, I've watched a lot of championship football. I watched all the football and I watched him a lot and I thought, this kid, this kid's the real deal. Yeah. You know, you can tell he was. He, he's got this amazing ability to get past someone who's stronger than him without having to use his strength. <laughs> that, that's it's all, it's all glides. It's weird. It's I think so he's got like, really low centre of gravity. I think he's got like, kind of low centre of gravity. He can just beat someone, you yeah. know, and get past them. But I've, I've seen him like try and play a few balls or try and do a link-up ball and he's messed it up. But I think within time that will come and he'll become just an exceptional yeah. player. I think you've got a good player in your hands, if I'm honest. Yeah, you see, he, looks, he looks a really good sign. I, I couldn't believe we got him, to be honest. I, I, I did think it's one of those things where we're linked uh, and then it just doesn't happen. It seems to happen yeah. once transfers. That, was, but... that was Moyes' only signing that he wanted, and they didn't get him for him. <laughs> and then they got the player he didn't want. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's like but... yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is funnily enough, I think that's the player that, that Palace were after. Yeah. So we've just sort of swapped it. It's just like, yeah, I'll do. <laughs> it's, because they, it's because you guys could sum up the money straight up, and we didn't have the money. Yeah. And we couldn't pay for him. So we literally was like, okay, we're going to miss out on him then, because they would take instalments. Yeah. Yeah. And we've ended up loaning Ben Rama. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mark, who would you who would you nick if you could from the West Ham squad? Well, I think in terms of uh, balance, because we, we, where we've had Zaha out and injured, we just go back to being so one-dimensional. So, so depth uh, out wide is really crucial to us. So, I mean, either Ben Rama or Bowen. I, they're both class, both players. Again, we were linked with, but um, I just Jared Bowen in particular. I've just been really impressed with how he settled in. I think when he first signed for you guys in January, he I'd obviously not really watching too many West Ham games, just relying on match of the day and stuff. It didn't look like he was he'd either settled in or whether it was you know. There's always that thing of when you sign a player from the Championship, are they gonna actually be able to make the step up? Um, and the start of this season has been brilliant. He's been so good. He just looks so sharp and. He's um, a workhorse. A workhorse. Yeah. He and that's doesn't what you need. If you, stop. 
and that's what you need. And if you've got that, if you've got a bit of pace and a bit of skill as well as the hard work, you're you're onto a winner, really. So I'm surprised you didn't take advice. Yes. Well, do you know what? It's, I was thinking that, but we've well, the one thing we've done under Roy Hodgson is sign central midfielders. We just yeah. seem to we can't seem to stop every window. We're like, yep, yeah, another one. Just sign him in. So that's <laughs> so he's, he's probably better than what we've got, but we just don't need another one. So, so to be honest, like, I, I I for some reason thought you were going to say of Bonner because you oh, you're talking about talking about conceding quite a lot. Yeah, um, I think he's, he's been the best defender in the Premier League this season. If under behind or he's injured right now, Van Dijk. I think Obama's hands down been the best Premier League defender. He's been absolute quality. Mm. I wish he's been like that his whole career. <laughs> yeah. We just don't know. We just don't know what our best back four is. I don't think we've we've got on paper a pretty good defence, and we've actually for the first time in a long time got a bit of depth there as well. Um, but we just seem to be sort of uh, sort of starting anyone and everyone based because of injuries, and also just I don't think Hodgson really knows his best back four. So it's just hard to know. It's like who you'd replace from that back four because individually you'd go, yeah, oh, that's good, they're back. But it doesn't seem to be working. It's a weird one. Okay. Um, right, we're on to our last bit now. So this is the fun bit. Um, this is what we call our match report. So we're going to go through a few things, right? We're going to go through pl- player of the match. doesn't have to be man of the match. Just someone at the moment who's your, who's your kind of hero of the moment. Uh, who would you dish a red card to? If, if there's anyone at all, or anything, anyone or anything. Yeah. And then finally, a uh, goal of the month. So anything you've achieved in the last month or anything you'd like to target in the next month. Go for right. it, Mark. All right, okay. Let's <laughs> we'll start with um, footballing-wise. Just, I know it's, I absolutely, in terms of sort of somebody I'm admiring at the moment, there's a couple, but um, I, I hate saying it about Man United player, and people have probably said this as well. But you've got to take your hats off to Marcus Rashford. Oh, That's the really? answer that everyone's giving, right? I guess. Yeah, it's, it's just like it, I just. There's two reasons. One, he's doing an incredible thing. I work in a school, so I know um, the impact the stuff he's doing is having. But also, yeah. I just I love how it, I, I don't understand how it winds people up. I don't understand how you can see a man getting food for children and be annoyed by it. And I just, it just makes me, I just, part of it, it just makes me laugh that he's just rising above it. He never sort of reacts. He just, he's just doing what he's doing. So, and then on the flip side of it, I was um, watching Sky, not in the flip side, it's just completely different. I don't know why I said that. But um, he, I uh, uh, watched the interview with Alex Scott and uh, Graham Souness talking about rainbow laces last week on Sky Sports. Yeah. And I just thought it was an amazing conversation with two people who were just so, um, just honest and open and, and Graham Soonis, who you the last person you'd expect to have rocked up at Brighton Pride, I think. Uh, but but just talking about his interpretation of why rainbow laces is so important and I just think Alex Scott's an excellent pundit to be honest. So Do you know what I didn't yeah. see that? I need to see that. I didn't I'll, I'll, I'll send you the link. You sent me a please, I really didn't see yeah. that. It's yeah. really good. It was just it was just like there wasn't, I often, I often feel like when people talk about rainbow laces on telly, it's like, tick, we've done that, move on. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. a yeah. because it's happening. Whereas I, it felt like it was just a genuine conversation about sort of just why it's important and why, why, we, why it happens every year. And I just thought fair play to him because, you know, it would have been very easy for someone like Graham Souness to just be quite dismissive. But he, yeah, just, yeah, very impressed by that. So, yeah, that's my positive ones. And now to bring the mood back down. I, I, do you know what? I, I, I was trying to think of like, I didn't know where to go with it. Whether you go football or general or what. Um, I just, it's that yearly thing. I'm going to keep it tied to the rainbow laces thing, I guess. That, that yearly thing of the people who comment under 
clubs who change their badges to have a rainbow behind it. And yeah. it's the, the comments of like, just, uh, do, oh, my favourite one is, um, you know, this is football, not politics. Oh, oh yeah, I see it. Oh, for God's sake, this again. <laughs> so, so, it's just like, it's not politics. It's just, uh, so, when I used to, years ago, when, when I first, the first rainbow laces I was involved with with Proud and Palace, I, I, I sort of was looking underneath the palace uh, under the Twitter stuff to kind of see what the reaction was. And I was getting more and more angry. Um, and, and my behalf was just like, why are you doing this yourself? Just don't, just, just, like, just don't, ignore don't, it. Like, yeah. yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah, just look away. It takes so, a while to learn it, doesn't it? To like yeah. to realise that these all these people want is your energy. They want to take your energy yeah. away and they want to use it in a negative way. And the best thing to do is just go, do you know what? I don't care. You're a fucking arsehole. Yeah. You're not they can all time. get in the bin. They can all piss off. Just like, yeah. Yeah. see you later. So, you, can get those, <laughs> yeah. you can get those rabbit holes with them. You can argue with them and you never win because they just always come back with something, come back with something, come back with something. You just end up going, fuck this. <laughs> I tell you what, one of, the, one of the things that really amuses me, there's a thing on, on Twitter called the quality filter. So you can click this thing in your settings and it's called quality filter and it filters out the crap. So you don't even get notifications for it. It's still there. It's not blocked. No. You just don't get a notification. And it's really funny because I've got it switched on and every now and then someone will say, oh, that person was really mean to you on Twitter. And I'm like, were they? And I oh. look, I'm like, oh, the quality filter. So every now and then I'll just tweet. Don't even realise the crap that, I'm, that they're sending to me. I'm not even seeing it because Twitter deems it as low quality. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's like, it's like, like just yeah. my life. <laughs> Twitter secretary just sorting things out of the way. Just like, yeah, don't need to yeah. see that. It's fine. Yeah. Leave it to me. Yeah, I don't worry about that. <laughs> I tell you, I'm going to give a quick red card out to all of those people actually who were um, uh, mean to to Tom Allen after the bit oh, that he sucked. did on Sky. Yeah. Um, I mean, really? I yeah, I think it's really easy to point at someone who is a bit different and who is just kind of starting out on their football journey and take the piss out of them for being naive or not getting stuff. But we all started somewhere and like you yeah. you start going over Palace when you were 10. I didn't get into football until I was 24 and that's thanks to Rob. So there was a very long yeah. period where I was the naive one and I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. And to a degree, still don't. But, you know, like football, football, too much. football fandom isn't about being an expert. If you can go to a game and have never been to one before and get excited about it and feel some joy from it, then that's all that should really take. So those people can get in the bin as well. Was that after his um, after he was at Charlton on Saturday? They were yeah. Ago. I thought that was brilliant. I was I was, I was watching Soccer Saturday. I didn't realise it was just it was just really you could just see the rest like Jeff Stelling and stuff were just loving it. They were going back and just yeah. like constantly. I thought we did really well. I just it's just bizarre that you know, cause, he's a funny person. Yeah, and I just didn't <laughs> see any really of that. Nice just didn't see any of that um, that comeback from it. But yeah, it's just a shame that people see something like that and decide they're going to have a pop. It's not it's not nice. No, it's just not needed, is it? Look, let's just bring the mood back up again. Goal right. of the month. Well, hang, uh, yeah, goal of the month. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> every, every single, I just think it's just doing everything I can to, to keep, yeah, it's hard to be like that when it's sort of like, oh, you're right, we're, in, we're, we're into, it's lockdown, we're in tier three, it's all this stuff. Um, just trying to be as positive as possible and just seeing the positives in things. Like, um, we've still got football, that's good. And, uh, and just generally trying to keep, keep quite um, upbeat about things. I think it's, it's my, my main focus at the moment. It's hard to, to it's, it's hard to kind of be cheery all the time when things are, things are a bit rubbish. And it definitely helps at Palace to add a couple of good results. But, 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 uh, but um, I just, uh, yeah, that's my thing. My goal is to just be as, as, as um, focused and as, as kind of as, as, as happy as possible. 
if that's in if these that's strange and unprecedented times, times as we always that's, say. I think that's a pretty good yeah because i've got to be happy now because you know we might lose six in a row and and uh, <laughs> yeah. that'll be miserable but yeah so come on rob we, it's, we're in a new month what's your goal of this month oh i want to get a chat out as well so what's the first one again jim because uh, oh so so person of the match i'm gonna say jordan holier holier oh, he yeah. died ah uh, so, yeah it's quite sad that was and he was a great manager as well so we definitely need to give him a shout out and I'm going to give a red card to Lord Sugar for using his death to have a pop at Piers Morgan. Which that sucks. was ridiculous. Yeah, so bad. It's almost like he has no filter in tone. Just because like, he's so rich now, he thinks he can say what he wants. <laughs> yeah, from, he's, he's like, he's screwed from a duck. He's like, oh, 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 oh. from his yacht, he doesn't realise <laughs> uh, class. Yeah, exactly. He is, isn't he? He's like, he's basically, he, he thinks he's so powerful now and he's got so much yeah. money, nothing affects him. So he just says what he likes. And he it's just one of those things though, isn't it? Like with, with other people who we may mention uh, in football, um, money does not buy you class. No, no. absolutely. It just makes you a bigger cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is the quote of the day. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not these, I'm glad I'm not these as explicit content on the, on the podcast. <laughs> Um, that is right, amazing. Colin, right, that is the perfect line for a lot of sugar. Goal of the month, Rob. Please bring 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 it back to the walls. Here. I don't know if I've got a goal, but I think the goal of my month is actually enjoying my Christmas because um, how stressful everything's been for everyone, and with everything going to tier three, tier two, tier seven and a half, wherever it is nowadays. <laughs> um, I think it's just going to sit down, relax, and not think about that. So switch off the TV, you know, if you're with someone, if you're not, you know, play a bit of PlayStation, just to you know, have something to eat, just enjoy each other's companies, because the life will restart quickly enough after Christmas. So just to turn your mind off for, for Christmas, that's going to be mine. Definitely. Wonderful, for Bishmas. For Bishmas. Wonderful sentiment. Sentiment. Yes, Merry Christmas. And I should, <laughs> I, should, I should be wearing a smoking jacket and a book and reading it to you like an old fairy tale. Even one of his originals. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good image. <laughs> so, um, uh, Mark, if people want to find you on social media, if, do you want to be found on social media? I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. go for it. You, you're going to see a lot of waffle about Palace and ultimately teaching. But, uh, but if, you, if, that's, if that's your bag, then great. Uh, it's, uh, I'm Guy37 on, on Twitter. But also uh, follow Proud and Palace if you fancy following a team that you don't support. I don't know. But, but, but uh, yeah, there's a lot. I'll, I'll put the links in. You may end up having a Palace follower listening, uh, support listening True. to this. You never, yeah, know, yeah, you, know. you never know. You never know. The world's a strange place. Um, <laughs> Okay, Rob, anything to say from you? Any final things, any final thoughts? Yes. Come on, you irons. Mark, thanks very much for joining us. It's been been a pleasure. Really nice talking to you. Um, Good luck for the rest of the season. Obviously, just not for this week. Uh, And that's (laughs) the end. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. That's my (laughs) red (laughs) list. It's my job to put rope.